The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, making a sound good today, celebrating his 33rd birthday today. Happy birthday to the fastest man alive, Usain Bolt. Nice. nice. That's a good one today. Yes. I like that one. You, I'll be honest. I often mistake you two. Yeah. No, that happens a lot. Like, you, you yeah. look al- they yeah. look alike. Yeah. You're both extremely fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's and just, we're both Jamaican. Both Jamaican. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's uh, it ticks a lot of boxes. I think you sound alike too. Yeah, it's just, no like, that's just me. I don't know. First four through the door. Guy Frazier, host yesterday, and he's Golly. first in the door today. Wow. Chester Bradley, Josh Chapman, Rob Hadaway. What's up, y'all? Uh, today is Wednesday, August twenty first, two thousand nineteen. Ninety nine days until Thanksgiving. Episode eight hundred two, eight hundred two. Mark DeRosa's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, two thousand five to two thousand six. Dump Master D himself. On today's show, guys, it is four A day. We are breaking down Class 4A of the 2019 Texas high school football season. Uh, But we are not doing it alone. No. We have a very, very special guest. Very special. You're all too sweet. Um, How many times have you been on this show now? This is number two. This is just two? We did two episodes last time. We did a twofer. So three total. Yeah, it just feels like it feels like. It feels like we can't shake you, is what I'm saying. It feels like you never left. It feels like you never left. <laughs> is our good buddy Brent Homan um, joining us? Hey, bud. How are you? Hey, Greg. Thanks so for having me. So it's been since last November when we did our Veterans Day special? Yeah, when we had the whirling wind. That's that right. whole episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, look, it's, ju- it's just because it's not windy today <laughs> that we're not bringing back those, uh, those sound effects. Yeah. There you uh, go. But we've got you in. Uh, first and foremost, let's get off the top. Uh, let's talk fishing. You are our you are our <laughs> top ranked. Uh, Max has been diligently putting together the Dave Campbell's Texas football fishing ranking available soon okay. at texasfootball.com. Okay. Yes, uh, and you have been our number one ranked fisherman um, for quite a while now. Great. Um, how's how's the fishing going? Fishing's going good. Um, gearing up for twenty twenty for uh, Bassmaster Open Series. Going pro again after a two year break from raising my boy. Yeah, so, I, I guess that's okay. If you're raising your somebody's got to take care of the kids. Well, we heard the news. Greg did start putting the Bassmaster series on the TV a little more frequently. Yes, when we did, like it was uh, ESPN three, uh, ESPN Plus has yeah. uh, has yep. Bassmaster every once in a while. I was like, all right, I'll check this out. Yeah, I'll see, what, I'll see what's going on with Prince. Well, we gotta, I'll be there. Yeah, there you go. So uh, now here's here's my question. So the 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 uh, obviously one of the things as being a professional is that you have sponsorships and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Hypothetically, if Texas Football Today were looking to sponsor <laughs> Brent Homan, uh, is that something that could be negotiated? Absolutely. Oh. I would love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a 40-foot 40, oh. 40 billboard with the boat and the truck. Listen, I... Mean, I rolling down the road. Can't, can't you just see that? 
Max, what's our advertising budget? Uh, it's coming out of Hank's college fund, so, so y- you tell me. Our, okay, so we owe money. <laughs> <laughs> How much will you pay us to put it on your track? <laughs> uh, it's Brent Homan uh, here for – it's Brent underscore Homan on Twitter. Um, talking 4A today, talking class 4A. We brought you in because you are, of course, first and foremost – yes, you're a professional bass fisherman, but you're also a Graham Super fan. Yeah, and I love high school football. And you love high school football. And so uh, we had to take the opportunity to bring you in and talk a little bit of Class 4A. Uh, It's been – been, we've had some – I'll tell you, the the bars, as you know, you've watched the first two shows. Jay Plotkin on Monday, really good. Guy Frazier yesterday, really good. Pretty hard to follow them guys up. Yeah, so make sure you uh, you bring the heat. Um, All right, so let's start with with Class 4A. We'll we'll start our Class 4A um, with our 2018 recap real quick. Taking a look uh, at, at Class 4 in 2018, and, and I would say um, in a lot of ways, it was it, you, you had one team that won a state championship, not necessarily all due to one player, but certainly had the individual superstar in there when we're talking about Jordan Whittington at Quero. Yeah. But then on the other side, you had Waco La Vega, and Waco La Vega seemed like the kind of team that especially once they got healthy, was the kind of team that was, was greater than the sum of its parts. Right. Um, to me, I, I know, Max, this is your favorite classification. Oh, yeah, baby. And what I like about this classification is that you can win in a variety of different ways. And I think that's kind of what we saw on display last year is a variety of different styles yep. winning. Uh, you had Quero, which was this wide-open, uh, superstar-laden you know, spread offense with not only Jordan Wington but also Kieran Grant and yep. a lot of really fantastic offensive playmakers. On the other side... You had a legit old school football team in La Vega. Smash Mouth. That is just they are a a, a vicious, hard hitting football team uh, yeah. when uh, when the division won. And so for me, the variety is, is is the coin of the realm when you talk about Class Four A. I agree. I mean, I remember going to the state championship game and just waiting to see La Vega mm-hmm. just go at it. I mean, it was unreal how smash mouth they are well in the 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 pads the the hits that you saw in that game yeah because liberty hill the team they played was a very physical team as well correct and and so that made for what was a really interesting a really great uh i think um state you know state championship game but then the path that they traveled as well when you're talking about going through teams uh that you're having to play different styles you're having yep. to play teams that are physical you are having to play teams that are more finesse so to speak yep. Uh, and so I think the variety in class uh, class four A is what really makes it interesting. So let's get to our at a glance. Moving forward to 2019, let's talk about uh, we will go division one and then division two. Got it. Oh, that. We'll start with region one. Region one um, in 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 four A division one, uh, I, I think is maybe the region without a favorite. Um, it's- there are teams at the top that you can see there, but at the same time. I think there are five or six teams that I wouldn't be surprised if we're at near the top. Who catches your eye in 4A Division One Region One? I think Dumas. Yeah, Dumas is going to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's theirs to be taken. Yeah, I mean they were really good last year. You know, came within. Uh, you know, ended up getting knocked out in the uh, in in the in by district by Decatur. Uh, you know, that yep. was a uh, you know that was obviously. I think Decatur may end up being their the chief their you know their their chief rival as well in, in region one right. uh when you're talking about decatur uh bring back roman fuller on that kind of remarkable AJ martinez yeah bringing back that remarkable run they had last year where they just kind of you know sometimes there's teams that forget how to lose right like they forget they're supposed to lose decatur was supposed to lose early in the playoffs and they just didn't and so they're like why don't we just 
Well, well we just keep winning. It's that seems about like fun. High school football momentum. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Decatur's interesting to me. I think Springtown's really interesting to me. I got them down. Um, Cameron Rickett, their running back, is back. And Beast. Uh, he's, he's a monster. I know you saw him last year. Oh, he's I one of the you. most underrated running backs in the state. It's crazy that we don't talk about him more often. He's awesome. Um, I would still – I know they lose a lot of the headliners, but I think Wichita Falls Hershey is still they, dangerous. You got them on there? I got them. I got Hershey. I mean, they got a new coach, but they debated – I mean, debuted a hurry-up offense with mm-hmm. their new coach. Mm-hmm. And they look good doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Antonio Wiley is going to get that team moving. You know, they're yeah. gonna, they want to get up and, and go. And, and I think that, you know, if you're looking at last year uh, or the past couple of years with DeMarco Foster, yeah. uh, you might be like, this, this might be a different team. And, and by the way, they, they still bring back 15 starters from last year's team. I mean, this is yep. a team that, that's going to be really, really solid. I would also, and maybe this is a little bit off the board, I'm interested in Andrews, too. Ooh, um, bring back the Andrews love. I like this. I'm interested in Andrews. This is a program I'd like that to points out there. Uh, well, one thing that I will say about about Andrews, and and this is not something you could pop possibly know, so I don't hold you against it. Hold <laughs> against you. But so we asked the coaches uh, to to rank on the questionnaire yep. their team, and the coaches really think Andrews has something cooking. They have them ranked higher than we have them. Okay. Um, Ralph Mason does an outstanding job out there. They bring back 14 starters from last year's team. They have the quarterback, a 3,300-yard passer in Brett Leach. Um, I am very interested in them. But to me, you know, the whole story about Region 1 is is like – It's wide open. It, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if any of these teams – or a team we're not even talking about. One I'm interested in Clint. Clint is interesting, too, from way they, out west. They bring back a lot of experience. Yeah, they do. When you talk about a team that brings back 17 starters – Yeah, not bad. I mean, um, it, From a district champion. Right, and and I know that people maybe look at District One out there, kind of in the El Paso area, and think, oh well, you know, you don't got to worry about them. I, I just, you know, the Lions gonna have something cooking. Yep, I think it's gonna be very interesting. So Region One is maybe the you know the the team that the, where it's most wide open. Region Two is <laughs> uh, how would you characterize Region Two, Brent? Uh, region of Doom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's there's hard hitters everywhere. I yeah, mean, it, I mean they have. I think they have maybe, at the very least, the most robust top three uh, in, yep. in any region. When yep. you're talking about the defending champs in La Vega, yep. uh, Argyle, who, by the way, is going to field a football team this year, <laughs> uh, and Paris. Paris yeah. was a team that I know Matt Stepp saw him a couple saw them a couple of times. Me too. And, and you saw him yeah. too. And they got dudes, man. Both of you came away coming back just saying, this team is nuts. And, it's and by crazy the way, how talented they are. Well, and you talk about a team that um, you, go talk to, um, you go talk to Don Hyde, the coach yeah. at La Vega. He'll tell you, yeah, Paris gave us a run. Paris you, was physical. Liberty Hill was not afraid to be physical with La Vega, but I, Paris was fearless. There yeah. were some ungodly hits in that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what stands out to you? What, do you? what are you thinking as far as Region 2 is concerned? Uh, Selena. Salina. Yeah, Salina, yeah. Salina's going to be really good as well. They got 12 coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, just going to continue the momentum coming off uh, within a heartbeat of being, Ar- being Ar- uh, Argyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they had Argyle in, in some respect dead, dead right. rights. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they had him beat. And, and I remember all of us, you know, we were kind of following the game on Twitter, and we're like, is this going to happen? And we remember the whole week before – 
Right. They were talking about, hey, uh, Argyle hasn't seen us. They don't know the real us. And we laughed. They yeah. were, we laughed. They were yeah. talking yeah. and talking. And then they backed it up, and they yeah. very nearly did it. They very nearly yeah. did it. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, look, the, the, the our, spoiler alert, our number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football is La Vega, the defending state champs. And, and they bring back uh, a good amount, actually, of that offense, which is interesting. Rawls and Walton. Yeah. Uh, the, the quarterback situation is going to be really interesting for them because they're going to have a, a number of options. But uh, and, and then the thing is... The thing about La Vega that I think is so interesting, and I know, Max, you, you talked to Don Hyde for the 4A preview. Um, yeah, they only bring back four four starters on defense. but I'll be honest. Don made it sound like they're going to be better this year. He was like, that's, I don't care. That's the way it sounded. It sounded like they legitimately feel like they're going to be better than they were last year, even with all the new guys. Well, I'll just I'll, I'll blow up Don Hyde's spot here. Uh, on the questionnaire, we ask them to also say who are the best teams in the state. Who the best, like who, who your team? And I'm always interested in, especially in four A Division One, where it always seems like it's the same handful of teams. It's the mm-hmm. La Vegas, the mm-hmm. Carthages, things like that. Um, where team, where uh, coaches th- see it shaking out. Uh, Don Hyde says we're number one. <laughs> <laughs> and there are coaches, there are coaches who even if they think they're number one, aren't going to say it. He will. Yeah. And he thinks he's like, look, no, we should win another state championship. Yeah. We are going to be loaded. And when you talk about Malachi Wright, their receiver. Uh, they're bringing back a, a Jaquay Walton, who I think uh, he picked up a lot of the slack while John Richards was hurt last year, yep. and was really, really solid. I, I think this offense has a chance to to really be uh, really be special. And I never worry about Don Hyde defense. Yeah. And, and the La Vega, you know the the mentality they're going to bring to the right. table. They're going to bring that that kind of physical mentality. Um, okay, so four that's four A Division One Region Two. Let's move on to four A Division One Region Three, where. I would characterize this as uh, there's blood on the throne. Okay? Oh. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Forever and ever and ever. It's just, this is Carthage's. This is Carthage's region. Yeah. And you just penciled them in. Yeah. Right. I think they have maybe, maybe I am overstating one loss. You are. Right? I definitely I am. promise you are. I am. I'm already ready to go. Carthage is the favorite in Region 3. Carthage is the favorite in Region 3. I want to make sure I look in the camera and say this. Yeah. But Midlothian Heritage, Henderson, Van, there's a lot of teams that if the shine has worn off, nah, if, the, if the um, – uh, what, uh, what did Mark Bendel say? The Alito trap, right? Yeah. Where they walk off the bus and you see Alito across beat. their chest and you're already beat. If for some reason there is now a little bit of vulnerability to Carthage – there is no shortage of teams, I think, in Region Three that can take advantage of it. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm I don't saying, know. It kind of sounds like you are, you are not, saying that. I'm not. That's what I it promise. sounds like. I'm not. I'm I, just saying that's what it sounds like. The utmost respect for Scott Surratt and company. Uh-huh. I just think that the disrespect coming out of your we're mouth. We're going right now. to see. Uh, I think Region. I just. I don't think Region Three is a foregone conclusion this year. I will just say that. What I find interesting is Heritage needs a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's a question. Mm-hmm. And Carthage has got to find a quarterback. Yes. That and is such a great. It's the next man up. I mean, I understand that, but you are you're so spot on that for both of those teams, the question is going to be: Can they find a quarterback? Right. If they can't, whoever does, I mean, it's probably one in the region. Right. Plain and simple. It's it's that. Now, look, Henderson lurks, and Henderson's of course got great pedigree, but Henderson has also made uh, you know Car- Carthage has also made Henderson its its personal you know its its personal victim you know. Mm. Um, I am very interested, and, and by the way, let's not re- let's not forget that um, that Heritage pretty much had Carthage or had Carthage beat 
in right. a regional semifinal. Poor, poor heritage. Yeah, it's been a brutal string of three playoff losses in a row for them. It has been. I just I'm all I'm saying is in past years we've just written Carthage into the semifinal and been like cool next. Yeah. I just don't think that's the case this year. I think there's a lot more parity in four A Division One. Sounds like you're. I agree. Sounds like you're a doubter. Sounds like you. No, Van could lose. be contender. Yeah, they bring like back. 15 starters. Yeah, 15 starters from a 10-win team. Right. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I think that the contenders, maybe the gap has narrowed. That doesn't sound like what you're saying. And that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it Stop at all. filling up my email box. <laughs> Stop it. Do you hear that, Carthage? You're, you're, he says you're going down. You're a butthead. Um, another team, by the way, just a, a, a small team I'll throw out there, small. Uh, Navasota. Yeah. Dacus. Yeah, that offense gets going. If that offense yeah. gets going, yeah. we know they have the pedigree. Yeah, right. uh, and pedigree, pedigree play. So let's not forget Splendora. Ah, uh, you had to do it, didn't I you? I had. It's right here. You know Marcus Schultz. Yeah, yeah. He that's. Yeah, I know. I know he's listening. You're gonna get some. To you're audience. gonna get some. You're gonna get some Splendora swag in the mail too. <laughs> here it comes. Uh, like suddenly, Splendora is gonna be sponsoring. Is your, it, your, they're your, my sleeper pick. Your fishing boat. I, I mean, I think ten I, and two. Uh, no, and they bring back a good amount. And, right. and yeah, no, I think that there's a lot to like about Splendora. The thing that tamps them down, I think, in the computer rankings right now, is that they just they've never really been good. You right. know what I mean? Like it's just been you know last year was such a, a different year for them. Uh, but I also think that you're right. I think there's a lot of really, really talented teams. Or, uh, there's a lot of talent on that Splendora team uh, that, that if things break right and they pull that one upset, right. and suddenly it's off to the races. And they got the coach to do it with. They got the coach to do it with. Man, you really are trying to get some Splendora. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Coach Coach Schultz, I'll send you his address. Um, <laughs> all right. Region 4 of 4A Division 1. So it, the, the conversation starts with Liberty Hill, right? It has to. I think it has to because they were they won the region last year and they were a state finalist a year ago yep. and they gave La Vega a run in the state championship. They have game. Crazy amounts of pedigree and they got a lot of pedigree. All right, but a lot to replace there. Four returner starters. Yeah, I mean this is a team that loses Kyle Harrison, who was the heartbeat of that team. They lose a lot of that that kind of slot T offense. They lose a lot of what was a I think at least at times a really 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 good defense. Yeah. Um. The problem is, I don't know if there's that team that I can necessarily point to right now that I know is going to challenge them in Region 4. There's a couple of teams that very intrigued by, but I don't know if there's a team right there that, that's ready to, to jump up. What, what do you think about oh, Region 4? Oh, get ready, Lampasas. Here we go. I got Lampasas. Oh. Yeah! Ace Whitehead I, I, and the Badgers. They got a ton of talent at skill positions. Mm -hmm. I mean, they yeah. don't have the pedigree. Yeah. They, but they did get their, you know, that first playoff win, mm -hmm. so they know they got a little taste of it. Yeah. And if there was ever a year to knock out Liberty Hill, this is it. You are. That is a, a perfect point. Is that last year, if Lampasas was like really, really this good, we'd be like, well, that's great, but it doesn't matter because you're going to run into Liberty Hill. Well, they gave Liberty Hill a run last year in the playoffs. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you're exactly right. And so to me, uh, I think that that's a perfect point. Is that they are. They are striking at the right moment, too. Right. It's not just the right team. It's the right moment as well. Um, the team that intrigues me is Sealy. Um, yeah. yeah, A, I got a him team, a ton of pedigree. Um, got a lot to replace, though. A lot to replace, but, got, but Shane Mobley is heck a, of a, coach. a guy who has taken teams to state championship games. Um, he did it at Sweetwater. He's in his third year, which is usually the match gear. Um, I think their defense has a chance to be really, really good. I was going to say Redden and Clark. Yeah. They're going to anchor that defense. That that linebacker core is really good. And so 
I think that right now, look, I mean, again, you have to. I would lump in a team like Lavernia as well. It was a 12 1 team from a year yeah. ago. Yeah, I uh, They bring a lot back. They bring back a lot. Yeah. Um, West Columbia is intriguing as a sleeper. I know Step is really high on Lafari as a sleeper as well. But to me, um, and the Needville has Ashton Stradek, to me, like, a lot of it is dependent on what Liberty Hill looks like because yeah. the, yep. the, the conversation has to start there. Yep. If they fall back to the pack, I think. I think there's an opportunity for any number of those teams we just listed to up and win the region and play in a state semifinal. Agreed. Yeah. That's 4A Division One. Uh, we were talking uh, 4A here on 4A Day on Texas Football Today with Brent Homan here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Let's go on to 4A Division Two Region 1, where I think it's obvious it is Iowa Parks to lose, and we can just move on. Region 2. <laughs> no, we'll linger. 4A Division Two Region 1. Uh, you will notice. Uh, here's here's what I think about four A Division two Region one. I want to give you the floor because this is your you wheelhouse go. here. But parity at the top. I think that there is a lot of teams up near the top, four or five of them, yep. that are all capable of beating any of any of the others on any given Friday night. I agree. Yeah. So I got broke down as Graham. Um, Lubbock Escado, mm-hmm. Glen Rose, mm-hmm. Iowa Park. Yep. But I mean, you got Millen Greenwood over there. Yep. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just yeah. it's so jumbled. Yeah. I think I, the top three, top four, it's they're almost even. Right. I mean, it's hard to pick a clear cut favorite. Even though I'm from Graham, I love the steers. But the competition levels pretty equal across the board in Region One. Yeah, the parity is really good. Um, and like, for example, I have our computer rankings up right now. The rankings go Graham, Estacado, Glen Rose, Midland, Greenwood, Iowa Park. Those are, those are the top five in region four. They are, and this is not a joke, (laughs) nine, 10, 11, 12, 14 in our computer rankings. Like that is bunched together. And we are talking razor's edge type games where it comes down to one play or comes down to one player uh, and things like that. And I know, let's talk a little bit about your steers. Because okay. I know there's a lot of excitement out there in Graham country. Um, the defense brings back a ton Yep. Uh, from a defense that I think got better as the year went on. I think it grew Well, they up. grew. They grew they, they up. They were sophomores. There was a lot of, a lot lot of, of youngsters, and the defense you saw in week two versus the defense you saw in week 12, I think, were very different. Yep. Um, but I know there's a lot of excitement about the offense, too, uh, specifically the quarterback. Yeah, Hunter Lanham, he looks good. He's put on put some weight, looks fast, looks really comfortable. And uh, the last scrimmage that he did uh, against Burke, mm-hmm. they looked really good there too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the headline from Graham will be Daniel Gilbertson. Really? Yeah, he is a freakish athlete. He's really good. Okay, you heard he's, here first from our Graham insider. He's <laughs> keep an eye on him. He's going to be he's gonna, he's going to be good. Going to be a household name. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I'm really interested in Region One. I think that that if you you talk about where. Even starting in by district, you're going to get really, really, really good games yep. in Region 1. That's not the case necessarily in every other region, but every single round, you're going to have really good teams playing really good teams that are all pretty evenly matched. And that's what makes this exciting. That right. If you were to tell me uh, Iowa Park wins the region again, I'd believe it. I won't be surprised. Yeah. If you were to tell me Estacado wins the region, i believe it. Yep. We haven't talked a ton about Glen Rose. Glen Rose, uh, their offense is going to hum. Um, the, they got a new quarterback. But. Yeah, but the, I, I think that the system is in place. There, it's going to be good. Graham Greenwood. 
I'd even, and I know they got a new coach. Um, I'm interested in Leveland as a sleeper. Maybe they figure it out. They got to figure out some things offensively. They're they're replacing a Gerber again. Uh, I think the last <laughs> Gerber is finally gone. Um, but the defense could hold them in games for uh, Coach Andy Carell uh, early. So I would just say that is something um, I'm I'm very interested in in that. Um, all right, let me go to region two. Two is that right? Is that next? Yeah, yes. Region two. Yeah. One. Um, the story of region two is the sure thing and the mystery box. <laughs> okay. Here's the sure thing. The sure thing is Pleasant Grove's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, Josh Gibson, I don't think, in talking with him, I don't think he's ever been this excited about a team. Uh, they bring back a ton from a team that was basically a year early in making a state championship last year. Um, they bring back, as weird as it is to say, in a wing tee, they bring back the quarterback. Uh but he is awesome. But they bring back their running back. They bring, I mean, they have legit FBS prospects all over that offense and the and defense, defense with Marcus Burris. Yep. There's that. They're the sure thing, right? The sure thing, quote-unquote. And then there's the mystery box. And do you want to open the mystery box? Because the mystery box is Waco Connolly. <laughs> Waco Connolly, I mean, the talent they have on that team is, is crazy. And they got 16 return starters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're experienced everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a team. And they're fast. Yes, they are. Connolly is a team that if you were to if you were to ask me who is the most talented team in 4A, I don't mean D1 or D2. I mean 4A, the most talented team, mm-hmm. I think it's Connolly. Might be. Um, I mean, Corey Black, JV on Sunday, Trent Pullen, Kavian Gaither, Jawan Forward, Kerry Turner. This team is loaded. But got to put it all together. Got to put it together. It's yeah. all got to click, and they all got to pull the rope in the same direction. Yep. And and to me, those are the two things. Now, look, you've got no shortage of other teams that are interesting. Yeah, Gilmer. Yeah, I mean that's a team that knows, needs no introduction at this point. Um, I would add Lorena in there. Lorena's very interesting, especially from an offensive perspective. Yep. They're going to be interesting. Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale, uh, Pittsburgh. I know folks out there in Liberty uh, in Texarkana think that Liberty Ilo is, is 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 in for a bounce back year, um, uh, and I, I'm inclined to agree with them. They've got great pedigree as well. To me, that is uh, you've got the you've got the the headliner, and it, it again it starts with Pleasant Grove. It has to start with Pleasant Grove. They're the number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, um, but there are a lot of intriguing teams right below them that could challenge them. Yeah. When I think of Pleasant Grove, I think in North Shore last year mm. being that dominant. Wow, really? Yeah. You think that the, you think so? So not to jump if ahead. If they can stay healthy, yeah. But not to jump ahead, <clears throat> you think four division two is theirs to lose? Absolutely. Okay. That's that's that. I think I, I tend to agree with you, but but I mean, Waco Connolly can easily I mean, make it make it. If that and they're in, in the same region, so yeah, if that gets into a shootout. Um, yep. If that gets into a shootout, I mean, they would probably see each other in a regional final. The way we've got to project uh, bracket it yep. out. Uh, if, if that gets into a shootout, I mean it's game on yeah. because Connolly's got the dudes to, yep. to make it to make it happen. To Region Three we go, where um, it's it's the tr- it's at least the trio of Doom uh, up at the top, yep. and again, kind of like what we were talking about with Carthage. Um, here we are with kind of blood on the throne because it's forever and ever and ever. It's been West Orange Stark. Mm-hmm. It's been West Orange Stark just dominating Region Three. You just pencil them in, right? Uh, well, last year they get knocked out in the craziest weather game I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, 
and and we talked with Cornell Thompson. He didn't make any excuses. He goes, we got beat. You know, Sillsby beat us. That's that's just plain and simple. Uh, but this is a team that, or th- this is a team that that now starts in an unfamiliar position, which is not the favorite in region in their own region, and not probably the second favorite. Right, because we're talking about Jasper and Jasper Sillsby. I'm really interested in Jasper. I, 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 a super loaded team, a lot coming back from last 17. year. 17. Yeah, 17 starters, including Montavian Hunt. And you got Limbrick coming back. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. This, this team's loaded. Jasper's loaded. But Silsby is the team that's done it. Right, yeah, like right, if you right. if you want to if you want to play the transitive property, right? If you believe in uh, let's let's use the uh, <laughs> let's use boxing, right? If you right. knock out the champ, you get the belt, yeah. right? Well, Silsby knocked out the champ. Yeah. They got the belt. Yeah, they're. I mean, you can make an argument they're the team to beat. I know they've got a little bit of replacing to do, especially defensively. But between Jasper, Silsby, and West Orange Stark, um, I would almost compare it to, and we'll talk two A on Friday, but two A Division One Region Four. Where's Refurio, Shiner, and Mason? And do you know all three of them are going to have to beat one another at some yep. point? It's just a matter of who draws who when and under what circumstances. And that's kind right. of the deal here. And West Orange Stark is going to have a defense at the end of the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, it's a system. Yeah. They're, they thrive on defense. Yeah. That chain gang is, uh, they, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's a lot like, you know, there is such a belief down there in Orange where you grow up wanting to play for that defense, right. wanting to be part of the chain gang. Yep. And every year, it, it feeds on itself. It feeds on itself that I don't care how many stars they have back. I don't. Uh, they're going to be good, right. plain and simple, because the system is in place and the the, the, the pride is in place Absolutely. to play for that defense. The interesting thing about Jasper, and I talked to Coach Barbe for the magazine this year, is they were so injured during the playoffs, and Coach Barbe didn't make any excuses. He said, we got beat. You get beat, you get beat. But he is excited to see what might happen if he can keep that squad healthy through the playoffs. He says that's the biggest difference between this year and, and last year is can we just stay healthy? And yeah. That might make the difference. So Exactly. If they stay healthy, especially some of those headliners like Montavian yep. Hunt, then th- I you think that it may be their region to, be, their region to lose. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. It's a fun race there. And then we go to Region 4, and, and again, kind of like – it's kind of like Division 1 in Region yep. 4 where you have a team – that the conversation, you owe it to them to start the conversation with them. You have the defending champs in Quero. Quero. But Man, they, get a lot to they lost 28 lettermen, and it's like maybe the greatest senior class in Quero history. And it's not, I, there's a lot of people out there, and I get why. There's a lot of people who say, oh, well, they just lost Jordan Whittington. And it's true. They lost Jordan Whittington, and he was unbelievable. But there were a lot of really important pieces that they bring back. Jaren that Grant, they, that they Trey Moore, exactly. great yeah. players. Guys who are not yeah. just great players, but great leaders. Yeah, been too. there, played for three years, yes. started for them. So, Cuero is a bit of a mystery. Like, we think they're going to be really good. They start the year as our favorite in Region 4 in, 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 um, in um, two, four Division 2. But, and, and then the question is like, okay, if it's not Cuero. If it's not Cuero, it's got to be somebody. Hondo. Yeah, I mean, that's when you get really interesting because I don't know that there is this overwhelming next man up. Right. It could be a team like Hondo. I, I really like Hondo this year, too. I got 16 coming back. Mm-hmm. This is a Hondo team. The, the Owls have a lot coming back. Ratcliffe is going to be Yeah, he's a stud. Awesome. He's a stud. Um, but then you've got a team like Wimberley. Yep. Wimberley, a Been team. They've done that. A ton of pedigree. Yep. Yep. I know last year was not up to their standard, but I think that they got better as the year went on. They got a bad playoff draw, and they got, they got beat in the first round. Um, but this is, uh, you know, this is a team that I think has that pedigree. 
I think Rockport Fulton's really interesting. They bring back 11 starters from last year's team. Uh, I think Raymondville. Raymondville. I got them down. Uh, is interesting. And then uh, kind of another team that's, that's, that's con- intriguing to me is Geronimo Navarro. Right. Yep. Another team with pedigree. Another team that's used to winning Region 4. Yep. Right? They've done it a fair amount. But a lot to replace on defense. Um, they're, they're losing a fair amount of their key players. Uh, you know, they lost to Cuero last year. But I, I don't know. Cuero, this seems like the kind of thing where you shrug your shoulders and you don't know. So you default to Cuero, right? You'd say, okay, yeah. the defending champs. You start. You start with them. I just, uh, to me, this is maybe the hardest region to call in all of re- in all four A. I agree. Yeah. Besides region one. Yeah. Besides region one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's there is you've got these two regions. Like I think there's I think there's you know favorite either a favorite or some favorites in two and three, right? It's it's Pleasant Grove, maybe Connolly in Region Two. Yep. It's Jasper Silsbier, West Orange Stark, maybe Giddings in yep. Region in yep. Region Three. Region Four, Region One, it's like like pick a name from a hat. It feels like There's a lot of parody there. Yep, it's going to be interesting. So that's Region Four, and those that's our at a glance. We're doing our four A preview here on Texas Football Today with Brent Homan. Follow him on Twitter at Brent underscore Homan uh, and uh, support his fishing team. Um, <laughs> and so we uh, we now go to our five players uh, to know. Five players to know, and with that, we go to the official fisherman of Texas Football Today, <laughs> Brent Homan. Who do you got on your list? I got Brendan Lewis from Melissa. That's, yes. Yep, very good. If you haven't seen Brendan Lewis, by the way, I know that Melissa is not a team that, that's on a ton of people's radar on a statewide level, but Brendan Lewis is special with a capital yeah. S. He's yeah. really fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I got, uh, well, we talked about him earlier, Cameron Rickett from Springtown. He's he's a he's a bulldog. I mean, yeah. he he has low not, center of gravity and churning legs. He but, has yeah. not he has not seen contact that he doesn't want. Right, right. He I watched is. a film on him when they played Graham mm-hmm. just last night, and he was just a wrecking ball. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, he gets going downhill, and it's just so hard. He's to got stop. low center of gravity, and he just goes. Yeah, he just goes. It's amazing. Who else is on your list? Uh, Javon Sunday. We talked about oh, him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, from Waco Connolly, yep. uh, a game breaker. A guy who is going to be able to, you know, a guy who very quietly, what was it, 2,500 yards last year? I yeah. Mean, I mean, right some crazy yeah. number. It was 2,000-something. Yeah. yeah. Um, very quietly for a Connolly team because I think the cadets kind of surprised some people. But, but yeah, everyone knows JV on Sunday this year. And then Burris. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. he's going to be a household name at the end of the season. Marcus Burris is probably the most dominant defender in 4A. Yeah. Um, a guy who is just a monster. A man of, yeah. man of men. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you got anybody else? Uh, Raymond Ingram. Oh, Raymond oh, Ingram, Ingram from from Carthage. Carthage. Yeah, that, those are all good picks. We got a lot of overlap. Here are some ones that we don't have. I have Jasper's uh, Montavian Hunt. Yep. Uh, yep. He's a guy who, if they're going to re- win Region Three, if you if you're talking about a guy who could be. This is this is way way too high of a bar to set for him. But if you if you're looking for a guy who could be the next Jordan Whittington and just single handedly take over uh, a region and just be like the dominant force, mm-hmm. it could be Montavian Hunt. Yeah. He's that good uh, in Region Three. I've also got Midlothian Heritage wide receiver Jay Wilkerson. Great they've, pick. They've got to find a quarterback, but whoever it is, just throw just it, throw it, throw it to, to JW and he he will he will bring it in. Uh, and then I also I put an offensive lineman on here, Carthage offensive lineman uh, Tykees Crawford, uh, big. He's the next kind of the next big prospect there. Rayvon Ingram's a really fantastic pick too. Uh, a lot of really a lot of talent on Carthage. Surprise, stunner. Right. Um, but Tykees uh, Tykees Crawford has a chance to be the the dominant offensive line force in 4A uh, this year. 
All right, toughest districts. Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh oh, you gave me this look. I'm giving you the eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got six four a division two. Six four a division two is, um, I think, pretty well balanced as well as it is top heavy. Where you've got Pleasant Grove, um, you've got Gilmer, you've got Pittsburgh. Liberty Ilo, uh, and then you add in, uh, you know, Spring Spring Hill's really the only team that doesn't figure to contend. Right. Uh, but, I mean, those top four, I mean, you're talking about teams that are, um, almost all of them are ranked in, in, in Dave Campbell's Texas football. In fact, they are. They're all in the top, uh, we have them all in the top 12. Uh, that's uh, that's certainly saying something. Yep. Um, so, or rather the coaches have them in the top 12. Um, we have them in the top 19. Uh, let's see. I have 10 for a Division two. This is the obvious one. This is, yeah. Sills, this is the Silsby West Orange yeah. Shark District. Yep. Yep. Uh, I would also don't sleep on Hampshire Finette. Don't hey, sleep okay. on the Longhorns. Don't sleep okay. on Hampshire Finette. Right. I think okay. they're I think they're dangerous. And then up into Division One, I, I have seven four A Division One. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's I, I, again, obvious. Again, the other obvious one: uh, Argyle, Paris, Salina, Melissa. Yep. Uh, don't forget about Anna, which was one of the better teams left out of the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, but you're talking about four teams at the very very top that are. That, all ranked. that are all ranked, that are all dangerous, and that all have playmakers, right? Yep. You're talking about guys like Bo Hogaboom at, at, at Argyle. You're talking about guys like Brendan Lewis and Melissa. There are playmakers on every one of these teams. Those are my picks for toughest districts. What about you? That's what I had. <laughs> Did we go actually yeah. three for three? I, I told you we were... Yeah, going to ag- agree a lot. Yeah, yeah, we did. That well, you're right. Yeah, it's it's those are teams that are those are those are districts that um, I'm looking for teams that that or districts that have more than one contender in it, mm-hmm. and every one of those have two, sometimes Top three. Top two are yeah, can are, knock them off. are awesome. Sometimes three, sometimes four. Yeah, really good deep districts. So there's toughest districts. Finally, we will get to our favorites. I've got I've got regional picks, but I, I want to hear your regional picks. Uh, for for each one, we've kind of alluded to it, but I want to hear. I want to get you on record for for your favorites in each region. All right, regional picks. Uh, we'll do D one first. D one. Uh, He's looking at his notes. Yeah, I got hit in the head real hard, so I got to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement of the year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's funny every time. <laughs> um, region one, I got Decatur. Okay. Region two, I got La Vega. Yep. Region three, I got Carthage. Yep. Region four, I got Lamb. Lamb passes. Lamb yep. passes. Lamb okay. Passes. Yep. All right. It's good. We agree on almost all of it. Region one, I got Decatur. Yeah. Okay. Feel good about them. Although Dumas. Yeah. Is also they, lurk. they yes, lurk. They lurk. La Vega, defending champs. Yeah. I think the number one team in four A, the favorite to win. Carthage in Region three. But you said they weren't going to be good. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I said. That's at what all. I. That's what I heard. That's that what is I heard. Not what I said at all. Let's wow. Let's yeah. run back the tape. Someone's flip flopping. Feeling yeah. the heat. In Region four, I got Sealy. Wow. I'm, I'm buying it on what Shane Mobley's selling. Um, I, 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 I think Liberty Hill's going to do it. I again. think maybe they will. I mean, the system's really good. Jefferson Walker is one of the best coaches in the state. Yeah. Uh, Voted by the coaches is one of the most underrated coaches in the state. Yes, too. he was, according yeah. to the coaches poll. Yeah. There's a, all right, what about Region 2? And here comes a homer pick. Division 2. Yeah, homer pick. <laughs> here comes a homer pick. I got Graham. No way! What? <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> no! By the slimmest of margins. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a battle well, it's for like, that. Yeah, it's like we that, talked about. For that district. Yeah, it's going to be a battle for the district. Iowa Park. Yeah, well, and and the other thing is, <clears> I mean, you're you're looking at that district, and and you know, a lot of these teams that we have as contenders are kind of like not prohibitive favorites, but considerable favorites to win the district. Graham is not. I mean, right. Iowa Park is there. 
Iowa Park got better as the year went on. Vernon is a team that nobody's talking about. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really good. Vernon's got a chance to be really good. And by the way, if you start slipping to if you start slipping to the second place in that district, your playoff path gets tougher in a region where we know there are a lot of teams that are very evenly right. matched. And the longer you can prolong seeing, seeing one of somebody. those teams, the better. So yeah, I mean that. Uh, whenever when do you know off the top of your head when Graham and Iowa Park play? Uh, I think October sixth. Okay. Uh, whenever it is, that's like that's six. The uh, it's week six. Week six, whenever it is, that's a huge game with like major statewide implications. It's going to be at Iowa Park. Ooh, good stadium too. It's a great stadium. Really nice stadium. Great stadium. Okay, so that's region one. Uh, region two. Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> Pleasant Grove. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Boy, out on a limb there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, region three, I think Jasper's got it. Mm-hmm. And then region four. Sorry, Quero. Hondo's taking it. Ooh, Ooh, Hondo, the Owls. I like it. Uh, again, a lot of agreement. I got Graham winning Region 1. That's as much trouble say as that, I give you. Say that again. <laughs> I have the Graham Steers, the Blue Steers, which I don't never understood. But uh, I've got Graham winning Region 1. I want I I can't say a nice thing without blue is a good color. Blue. It. it is a blue, it is a good color. It's a very good color. Infantry, it's a great color scheme. Blue and red. Infantry blue. It's I mean, a, yeah. come on. It's, uh, yeah, but well, and, and blue and red. It's a, it's a good color combination. I got I got PG winning region two. Yeah. Although I do think Connolly's going to give them trouble. Okay. I do think right. I want to go I on agree. record as thinking that I think they get it together. And if it weren't for Pleasant Grove, we'd be talking a lot about Connolly as winning that region and maybe winning. A, a state I have that in my notes. If it wasn't yeah. for Pleasant Grove, why Connolly would be the favorite in. Yeah. All of 4A. Absolutely. Jasper. I've still got Jasper, although I just feel like we're going to get a vengeful West Orange Shark team, and that, yeah. that scares me. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to go with Jasper. Uh, and I got Geronimo Navarro. In, oh, in, interesting. In, in okay. region four. Okay. Uh, I, think that, I think they put it all together. Cuero is like – I've just got so many questions about Cuero this yeah. year. And I wonder if – and especially coming in with the target on their back – I wonder if that's going to be really difficult. But uh, those are my favorites in, in uh, 4A Division 2. And that is the 4A show. We did yeah. it. Good job, Brent. Guys. Good job, man. Good job. Excellent. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, there's not a whole lot to get to. Though I will say uh, the one thing I want to throw by you is mm. bet the farm. Is Pleasant Grove the bet the farm team? this year that if you had to pick one to win a title boy considering howdy. what they'll have to face in the field and everything else because i think there are teams like north shore who we think are going to be really really good but probably a nastier road with deeper teams i think Grove might be the bet the farm team it's pg or mart pg or mart pg or mart mart's probably mart in two yeah. division two is going to be point. a pretty heavy favorite i think yeah. but yeah. yeah those are the two like last year it was newton yeah. right yeah. newton was the bet the farm team yeah Newton was about the farm team. Gave strong. us a little bit of a scare. In Canadian six, yeah. Canadians gave us a little bit of a scare. But. In, in six-man, yeah. Strawn was kind of the bet the farm team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say – I mean, Alito's up there. 5A yeah. Division Two is yeah. certainly Alito's to lose. Yeah. Um, but they have some questions. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I, let's put it this way. If you are going to bet the farm on a team, you can do a lot worse in Pleasant Grove. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. That's it. Okay. That's going to do it for us. It's Brent Homan, everybody. Follow him on Twitter at Brent underscore Homan and uh, support his fishing squad. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep referring to it as like a fishing team, fishing squad, go. fishing. It, I don't unit. have a team. It's me. Battalion. Well, <laughs> yeah, battalion. 
Fishing, yeah. fishing, fishing battalion, fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, oh, January is when you pick it up, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, we're going to make sure. Let's 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 negotiate some sort of advertising. I can see oh, it now. Yeah. I can see it down. Awesome. Rolling all, down. All oh, I just need is like a patch on your shirt. That's all I need. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, that is going to do it uh, for us. Thank you for spending part of your day uh, with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Brent Homan and Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, come get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for 3A Day on Texas Football Today.